The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your hosts, Alan and Jonathan, Bernie with Gamer News, Aurora Monroe with the weather, and Happy Gilmore with sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Hi, good evening, Alan. Our top story today, unfortunately, involves Stan Lee and not such good news. Um, <laughs> poor guy. I don't, yeah, poor you guys have a rough year. <laughs> um, you know, as we've talked about in previous uh, podcasts, he's just, uh, you know, all the stuff going on, uh, you know, uh, with his business manager and, and um, uh, uh, accusations that his daughters mistreated him and so on and so on and so on. Well, last week, um, Stanley was threatened by men with guns outside his home, saying they owed him money. Or he owed them money, sorry. Um, he was able to escape, the police were called, and they were captured. But yeah, like now, now Stan's getting roughed up by gunmen. What's going on? <laughs> Poor Stan, you're right, he is having a tough year. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. You think this is like one guy or, or like the old business manager and all the stuff that he's doing? Because I, he, I think he's having issues with his old company, POW Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, because he put out on Twitter, no, Twitter, Twitter, that that's the only social media he interacts with. He said Facebook's not him. Instagram's not him. All these other things are not him. But so if you go to the, like Stanley on Facebook, it still lists POW Entertainment as his, like, whatever, place of business. Yeah. So I'm wondering if POW Entertainment, when he worked, when he formed it, if he started, if, if the company started his webpage and then, or his Facebook page, and then he left and they're just still kind of posing as him, posting stuff. Um, because if you read his Twitter's remarks, which some are very interesting, some are kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely a different voice than what you see on his Facebook posts or Instagram posts. Yeah. Well, I guess when you never know what the deal is when, when he merged with Power or whatever company started. Just how much control they have over, you know, just license, licensing his name. Like, you know, like when George Foreman licensed his name for the, the, the cooker thing, the George well, Foreman yeah. grill. He was just licensing his name, just sticking his name on it. And, you know, and they can do whatever they want with that name, you know. So maybe that's what's going on with him, that that company still has the rights to his likeness or his name or, or something like that. Yeah, so he's uh, so maybe these are the people with the, you know, did they hire the gunman or were the gunman just thinking, hey, he's 95, he's got money, maybe we can trick him or maybe it was a straight up mugging, <laughs> you know? It can be. You never know. I mean, you think, you know, when, when we talk about uh, Infinity War billions of dollars you know a bunch of knuckleheads will think oh I guess Stanley's making billions of dollars too you know yeah the funny thing is you know he's listed as a producer on all those movies mm-hmm. and I'm sure he gets a piece but I don't know that it's a big piece right yeah. come on well you know they got bad guys pick on easy targets they're gonna pick on a 95 year old guy that is true. Yeah, that's true that's why they're bad guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the call was made after two men allegedly welded, wielded, wielded guns, mm-hmm. welding, wielding guns. I can't say <laughs> the word. Arrived at Sands' house demanding they were wielding money. Wielding, welding guns. Of, oh my gosh! <laughs> she shells, she shells. What is she sure? <laughs> um, 
arrived at Stan's, uh, the gunman arrived at Stan's house demanding money supposedly owed to them. Uh, reported that 911 was called with officers arriving minutes later with guns drawn. They detained two men with an LAPD spokesperson telling the public uh, officers were called to the property after a report of an assault. It was claimed by a, that a suspect had a gun was threatening. Officers detained two individuals that matched the description and the investigation is ongoing. Three units are still in the scene, including officers and detectives. Uh, police believe one or both of the men had been at the property the previous day on Wednesday and that the men claimed Stan owed the money. Hmm. All right. So uh, later that day or the next day, he tweeted because remember, that's the only truth, Stanley. Right. I am seated here looking at your great messages and videos. I love you all. Keep them coming. And happy Saturday. Excelsior. Hmm. Who knows? All right, so. Uh, so yeah, Stanley's going through some stuff. Leave the guy alone. My goodness. I know, leave him alone. He's an icon. Uh, but to end this, end this little uh, story, he did later tweet that Stan, look out because something big is coming. He's got a big announcement coming. Uh, some people think it has something to do with Marvel. I don't know. I mean, he could be starting a new company again. You know, Powwow <laughs> Entertainment. Who knows? But remember, you know what's interesting about, you know, what you're saying, if Twitter Twitter is his only, I guess, legitimate uh, social media outlet, whatever, wasn't there a tweet that he did was like, hey, guys, how do you attach a video or like, yeah, as if he was a, like a complete novice on Twitter. Oh, yeah, he is a complete novice on Twitter. Hmm. Let, me, let me pull it up. I'll read to you. <laughs> I love the guy, but oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been texting you some of them more like I'm worried about Stan. <laughs> I worry about him like he's my grandfather. Yeah. Like I, I, I text you and I'm like, oh, you gotta help Stan, dude. Look what he's yeah. saying. <laughs> Stan, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Um so you know, he'll have things like, I love you, I'm reading your messages, which are kind of normal. Then he'll say things like Donald Trump's the president of the United States, but I want to be president of the world. Who vote for me? We're like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I read that one. Uh, today, Marilyn, this is four days ago. Today, Marilyn Monroe was born in 1926, but I was first. I was born four years before her in 1922. <laughs> but his birthday's not in June. No. So, okay. We, um, all right. He picked, posted a picture with his brother. Which is your favorite Marvel film? What do you like best about it? That's a pretty normal one. Thanks to my friend at Jack who created Twitter. I am only on Twitter. No other social media. The rest, like Facebook, are hacked and people impersonate me. But I love Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I've been learning new dance moves from John Travolta, thanks to my dear friend and partner, K.M. Morgan. It's a picture of him and Travolta. Okay. Uh, geez, at age 95, am I the oldest person on Twitter? Is this a world record? So, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we've been getting from Stan since he took over his own, uh... But, you know, he's 95. What did we expect from him? And that sounds more like him, too. Dissertations on why the last Jedi stinks? (laughs) Did he write that? No. Oh. <laughs> I know he. I know he thinks it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Good luck, Stan. So good news coming from Stan soon. So hopefully it has something to do with Marvel. Yeah. All right. All right. What else you got? Moving on. Moving on. Pretend superheroes actually acting like real superheroes. What are you talking about? Uh, recently, Benedict. Uh, Benedict. Cumberbatch was in a, uh, I guess, a cab. Um, And I think they're at a light or something, and they saw some guys mugging a food delivery man on a bike. And he jumped out of the car, and he 
I don't know if they got into fisticuffs, but I know he, he scared them. Him and the cab driver kind of got the mugger off the muggers off the guy and scared them away. Look at that guy. He, he does he, everything. I know. He's Sherlock. He's Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. He's Smog. Smog. <laughs> the man is a superhero. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. When I, I got to, See, this is part of why I love the Marvel movies. And these guys are so cool. Like, if you follow Chris Pratt and Chris Evans and um, RDJ, they're always at children's hospitals. Sometimes they are, they'll go yeah. in their costumes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think when Seattle, when the Seahawks and the Patriots went against each other in the Super Bowl, because I think Chris Evans was from Boston and Chris Pratt is from Washington, they had a Super Bowl bet, and the loser had to go to the other to the winner's children's hospital in that city in costume. Right. And, 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 you know, I think Chris Evans won. I think the Patriots won. So Chris Pratt did what he had to do, but then Chris Evans wound up going to his hospital too. Yeah. I don't think he went in costume though. But no, he, he did. Went, he did. He did go in costume. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a the story of Tom Holland when they were filming Spider-Man. He took a break and went in costume to the local hospital and visited the children there. I mean, this is why I love these – part of the reason I love these Marvel characters. Like, and then you got Cumberbatch beating the crap out of muggers. I mean, come on. <laughs> No, I hear you, man. It's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. They have, I, I like that they dig what they do and they give fan service. Also, it's wonderful. Yeah. Do you think Do you think playing a superhero kind of gives them that uh, a kind of sense false of uh, heroism? Of, of heroism. Like like what if 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 you play like a really smart guy on TV, would you walk <laughs> like would you like think you were smart all the time? Or how's that? I don't know. I'm not an actor, so I don't know, but. Well, you know, Chris, you Evan, that, Chris Evans and Chris Pratt, they're, they're playing their characters for the kids, so... No, yeah. I didn't say that. I, just, I meant Cumberbatch. You think, like, oh. that false... I don't know. Like, I'm a hero. I can get out and do something about it. You know, people do or, things. I, I have a co-worker that has a very similar story. He was going to a wedding wearing a tuxedo, and uh, he saw Hit and Run, and he got out, chased the guy, you know, on foot, wearing his tuxedo, his tuxedo shoes, caught up with him, Held them both down till the cops came. I'm oh, like, wow. dude, in my mind, as you're saying that, I'm thinking you're like James Bond. Yeah, you know? no, right? And, uh, yeah, and he's a cyclist. He had great endurance. And it, that's what he did. He, he did the right thing. And uh, it's funny when, when you hear cool things like that, that it's, like, remarkable. What? Someone helped somebody out. It's awesome, you know? Yeah, I mean, my thing is, like, when people say, it's like, I would have done that. I and if people ask me, I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 like, I would say, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to tell you I'd get out of the car and stop a mugger. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is you don't know how you're going to react in any given situation. Correct. You know? Yeah. Um, so good for Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah, look what Loki did. Not Loki. Oh, I'm seriously. sorry, Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. Were you a DC fan? Please. That's insulting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good job, Cumberbatch. Yeah. All right, uh, some comic book news for you, Alan. All right. As we spoke about last week, <laughs> Ooh, that's creepy. As we talked about last week, Dan Slott um, is leaving Amazing Spider-Man. Now, um, I misspoke last week. I said eight issue eight hundred was his last issue, and they were starting with a new guy in eight hundred one. I was very much incorrect. Dan Slott's last is- issue is eight hundred one, which dang is coming out. Man, it's coming out in like two weeks. Okay. Um, but the news is that I think roughly 10 years ago, maybe more, um, they broke up. You know, we talked about Peter and Mary Jane were broken up and Miss Fisto to save Aunt May. 
uh, Mephisto dissolved their marriage and made them forget that they were married. Right. Okay. Like Peter made that deal, and then Mary Jane whispered something in Mephisto's uh, ear, and everybody thinks he said, uh, she said, um, don't, whatever, let me remember, or something like that. Right. Um, Which I don't know if that's coming to fruition yet, because I've been on and off with uh, Spider Man reading it. Uh, so the new thing is that dance slot, and we talked about issue 800 last week, um, Mary Jane plays a pretty pivotal role. Uh, so the, the talk uh, is that he's kind of, I don't want to say retconning, because when you retcon something, you're saying it never happened. Mm-hmm. But I think he's laying the seeds to repair the relationship between Peter and Mary Jane. And apparently something big is supposed to happen in 801, like his big goodbye or like what he's he planned something big for his last issue. Right. Um, so a thought is that he's going to eat it because uh, get them back together because Peter was dating Mockingbird for a while and they broke up pretty recently. And Mary Jane's been having a bigger role. And she was actually one of the people threatened by the bad guy in issue 800 that Peter had to help save. Um, but the theory is that, you know, it, it kind of works out because they both have grown as individuals. You know, Mary Jane is now she started off as like um Tony Stark's assistant, right? Like his pepper pots. Yeah. And now she, I think she runs part of the company or something like that. And Peter became like a, I think a billionaire at one point with his inventions and he had Parker Industries, but something happened where he had to give it all up and he got sued by all these people. So all his money went away. Um, so he's still just plain old Peter Parker again. Um, but it looks like they might be gearing up for Mary Jane. And the thing is, this is there's a, there's a limited series a few years ago called renew your vows which is kind of an alternate universe peter mary jane stayed married they have a baby and um the the baby of course is is may parker has superpowers Mm -hmm. and mary jane somehow gets superpowers um i've read a couple of issues i liked it i didn't understand a lot what's going on like why is mary jane like it's a superhero family at this point um but it does really well because they turned it from a limited series to an ongoing so obviously marvel sees that people want this you know what i mean if you write the marriage right people read it Sure. So if they bring it back into regular Marvel continuity, I'll be very happy about that because you know that really bugged me that they did that. It did. When, uh, when, let's see, what did Mephisto do to Peter exactly? He made him forget? Is that what happened? Yeah, well, Aunt May was dying. Oh, that's right. He had a trade trade of life. Yeah. That is the official day I stopped collecting Spider Man. Dude, I was collecting that freaking book forever. Yeah. I read that storyline. I said, I am done. That was it. Yeah. And we, we yeah, and, and we sat through some really bad Spider-Man stories throughout yeah, the years. We sure did. You know, but that's the one that broke. Yeah. So, uh, all right, well, saying that, if they do get back together, we pick it up again. Let's see. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Let's see how they do it. I would say, uh, if you were, were thinking about doing it, I would buy this last. Uh, what's it called? It's called. Uh, it's about the Red Goblin, but it's not called the Red Goblin. But it's from like seven ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, seven ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, and eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Is one is is the most recent storyline, and then you might as well get eight hundred one too if you're interested. In who's who's the Red Goblin? You want me to tell you? Uh, oh, it's supposed to be a secret. No, but yeah. Well, it's it's Harry Goblin. Harry Goblin. <laughs> Harry What's his name? Harry Harry Osborn. Yeah. But you know what makes him the Red Goblin? What? He merges with the Carnage. Symbiote. Stop. Yeah, it's pretty okay, good. That's pretty sick. It's pretty menacing too. I, yeah, I'll uh, I'll hook you up with the issues. Wink. Um, <laughs> that's pretty sick. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, my personal thing about it is Harry Osborn. When you read it, Harry Osborn comes off a little bit like the Joker, which bothered me. Mm-hmm. 
He's cracking jokes every five seconds. I'm like, you're okay. killing me. All right, but other than that, I thought it was a good storyline. Cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I'm already rereading Amazing Spider-Man. Not rereading. I'm already reading Amazing Spider-Man because this Ray Goblin storyline was good. Uh, I'm excited to see what the new people bring to it. I mean, if they screw it up, I'll be so. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see if if they can keep me around this and time. What book did you say was a good jumping on point then? Well, if you're getting the Red Goblin storyline, it starts at 797, I believe. Well, that's not bad. No, it's four issues. The yeah. story's four issues. And okay. then you get 801, which is Dan Slott's last issue. Oh, yeah. And anything, you know what's good about it, too? They kind of give you a, a really, really condensed version of what, what's been going on in his life. Oh. And anything you don't understand, you can ask me about because I'm, I'm pretty caught up. Cool. Okay. Well, I like that. All right. Listeners, let's all get on board on this one. How yeah. About that? Okay, that'd be fun. All right. All right. Well, that's the end of our top stories, Alan. You know what time it is? I do. It's, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some video game news. Thanks, guys. So today I want to talk about um, a couple of RPG links or uh, leaks that came out earlier this week and last week. Uh, one of them coming from Bethesda releasing Fallout 76. Uh, if you watch the trailer, uh, it looks like it's going to be a prequel to the whole game. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, I looked at the wiki page and it looks like 76 is a vault that had like a, uh, had 500 people in it. Back, uh, if you look at the previous games. Uh, said it's supposed to be open 20 years after the nuclear war, but if you look into it, it's been 25 years since the nuclear war began before the ball opened. So we'll see what's going to be coming out. I, I'm guessing they're probably going to have some information at E3 as it comes out next week. Wow. I know. Um, and then Square, Square Enix, they kind of were on the sidelines the last two years at E3, but they're taking center stage this year. So I'm thinking that they're either going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts 3, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, or possibly both. So these That's going to be exciting. Yes, these are the games wow. that we've been waiting for for like, uh, when did Kingdom Hearts 2 come out? Like 15 yeah. years ago? That was a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so if you look at some of the teasers they've been releasing too, uh, I saw like a Pixar Land. So it looks like they were kind of combining all Pixar stuff. Um, I saw like Wreck-It Ralph. Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. Uh, it's all Rapunzel in it, too, so it looks like we'll be seeing a lot of like the new generation Disney in this new game. Right. Um, and Square, obviously, talking about Final Fantasy VII. I think they released a leak like three years ago. Still kind of waiting for that one. They're just remastering that game. Isn't that what they're doing? Yeah. yeah. So it's, gonna, it's supposed to be the same story, same characters, everything. Um, but obviously, voice actors and... Uh, you know, not Lego <laughs> animation anymore. We progressed yeah. from there. So that's something to look forward to. Um, I'm guessing if they're going to be using the same development uh, team that they did 15, graphics are perfect. Final Fantasy 7 was one of those, it's like the go-to game, I think, isn't it? Or is it the beginning of a major storyline? Because I know 7 is super popular for some reason. Uh, it was kind of like like uh, the beginning of you know the huge RPGs. That was like a three-disc game. And they uh, came out with four. Okay. They came out with the four-disc game when they released Final Fantasy 8. I think 9 was also four-disc. Um, but it was just kind of, you know, obviously they had all their uh, NES and Super Nintendo games, but 
this was like the launch of like the big like this is RPG. Wow. Which is crazy because actually uh, Sony ended up picking it up because Nintendo didn't want to um, didn't want to pay Square to develop the game because you know how they had cartridges back then. Yes. So they're like, Okay, we have to release like ten cartridges for your game. Right. So Sony PlayStation picked it up and it's like, cool, make it into three three discs, no big deal. Wow. That's that, interesting. Yeah, that's oh. how that started. Awesome. Uh, I think that might have been like the first game we ever played too. Oh really? Yeah. I told yeah. you before, um, PlayStation's like my number one I go to. I had PlayStation One back like nineteen ninety eight. And uh, these are the games I played, and I'm I'm looking forward to these ones. I know E3, they're gonna have some good information for us. That's awesome. Yeah, but anyway, that's all I have for today, so I'm gonna pass it back to you guys. All right. All right, that was great, Bernie. Thank you. Yeah. That all right, was Alan. Cool. Yes. Now, do you know what time it is? Again. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 All right, our first quick hit, Alan. Hey, that's the music they're playing it in the, in the Ant Man Wasp trailer. Yeah, I know they stole yeah, it. Yeah, it takes. Us. I know what the hell. Stole it from Rabbis and DJ. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I was a DJ Jazzy Joe. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Quick hit, quick the hit. All right, has lost its director and actor. Yikes! The actor <laughs> was Jason Momoa. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, apparently they were having issues with the um, financier, I guess a producer maybe would be the better term. Mm -hmm. And uh, this movie's been in development hell for years and years and years. And through it all, it's always been the director and his vision and Jason Momoa. And now they were like, no, we're out. Punch it out. Right. Dude, man, this movie's cursed. Well, let me, yeah, I know, right? Let me ask you this. Yeah. I'm sure you saw the crowd. Yeah. Brandon Lee, yeah. How'd you feel about the crow? It was okay. Really? I liked it a lot. So no, a lot of people good. were like, good. dude, don't mess with it. You don't need to remake it. Yeah. Even the crow's director was like, no, you know, the, the original crow's Oh, director. are they supposed to, they're trying to redo it? Or are they going to, because, you know, they've had crow one, two, three. No, I think they were going to redo like, an, an, this, do the whole thing over again. Oh, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, I don't know that you can do better than what Brandon Lee was able to do with that role. Yeah. It's I a mean, very... Had he not passed away, that would definitely... That would just... That was the springboard for his career, really. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. he would have probably been a crow, too, or at least he would have got more jobs out of it, at least. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I was sad when he passed. I mean, I, I shed a tear, you know? I was like, why am I crying? I don't even know the guy. Other than he's Bruce Lee's son, but, What you is know. this moisture coming out of my eyes? <laughs> Who's this Brandon Lee that makes me feel emotions? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, so, I mean, I don't think I would have gone to see it anyway, but no, I'm no. definitely not going to see it. Movie Pass, I would have. Yeah, well, you know what would maybe see it is, is Jason Momoa, and I don't know, now that he's out. Yeah. See ya. All right. Wicked. Wicked. Uh, remember last week we talked about Transformers 6 being canceled? Yeah. Well... And we talked about, what about Bumblebee? Well, yeah. we got our answer. Uh-huh. The Bumblebee trailer arrived, and it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Finally, a trailer that will make me want to go see a Transformers movie. <laughs> First of all, they had me when I saw that he was a Volkswagen bug. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. It makes a lot it's of sense. What was he in the movies? A Mustang? Uh, or was Camaro. he a, a Camaro? Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, right. Bumblebee is a Volkswagen bug. 
Did you see it had the little horns too? Yeah, and and like where, well, in the trailer, right? Like she looks underneath the Volkswagen and she sees the head, right? And isn't that kind of like how the actual toy kind of transformed too? I think you're right. Man. Yeah, I think you're right. Sick. Um, yeah. So I'm, I might be in line for this Transformer movie. What? Yeah, I think I am too. Oh. What? And there's only one other. They only show one other Transformer in this in the trailer. They did. I did okay, I didn't catch it. Really? You didn't see Starscream? Oh, I did see it. Yes, I did. Well, and I'm it looks just like the toy, too. It does. I'm assuming it's Star... You know, the internet is assuming it's Starscream. You can't really tell. Yeah. But it is a jet that transforms into a robot. Yeah. Same. So, yeah, I'm going to actually be hyped for this. Yeah. Uh, December of 2018 release. Okay, we can wait. Quick it. Quick it. Alan, you have some Spider-Man Homecoming 2 news? Yeah, I guess Spidey's <laughs> coming back. Uh, the sequel's title is rumored to be Spider-Man Field Trip. And what I understand is this this particular movie is going to take place in London. So yeah, Field Trip. So I guess Spidey's coming back, and we talked about before um, Jake Gyllenhaal taking on uh, Mysterio, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Michael Keaton maybe reprising his role uh, as uh, the Vulture. Vulture. So uh, yeah, should be cool. In London, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, right. So obviously, uh, he is coming back, and um, I'll tell you what. I started <laughs> reading Spider the Dust. I'm sorry. Uh, did you Did you see? If you see something that says uh, possible synopsis online for Spider Man Two, don't read it. Oh. So I read the first sentence. I was like, no. Oh. It says after reeling from the events of Infinity or when blank 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 happened, I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks for the warning. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. All right, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Field Trip. So what with three graduation? Maybe. I don't know. What in the in the in Homecoming you were alluding to he was what, a sophomore or freshman? He's a sophomore. Sophomore. Okay. He's got to be a senior at this point. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, that makes sense. A senior yeah. field trip to Europe makes sense. It does. Right? Yeah. 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 And that's coming out next year, July. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in related to Spider-Man news, uh, mm-hmm. I read a, an article that um, uh, where they interviewed the Russo brothers, and they said Aunt May did survive the finger snap. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll see s- some repercussions from that. Okay. Nice. Quick it! You gotta help me out with the quick it. See, my voice is going. <clears throat> uh, all yes. right, Noah Hawley. <laughs> Noah Hawley, who's famous for the TV show Fargo. Um, and Legion, which is an X-Men property, both on FX, has finished writing a script for Doctor Doom. A Doctor wow. Doom script. Awesome. So, first question is this. Can you do a Doctor Doom movie without the Fantastic Four? Uh, or is that how you backdoor introduce the Fantastic Four into the cinematic universe? Ooh. Well, it can be. Sure. Because remember, this is still a Fox property. It, right, this is still a Fox property. Well, everything that you talk about Fox movie-wise is going to be up in the air until you know they find resolution to their to their movies with Disney. Right. So right now, Fox is being courted by Disney and Comcast. Right. Um, Comcast is offering cash. Disney was offering stocks, but I did read something that said Disney is also willing to gather the cash together. So that's right. And I, I think I read something, too, that a final decision will be made sometime early July, too. So July some, this year. Yeah, so some uh, resolution is going to happen pretty quickly. Yeah, well, Fox Fox is the prettiest girl to dance, so they got nothing but time. Oh. 
All right. Uh, yeah, so Noah Hawley, Dr. Doom. Uh, did a doctor introduce the Fantastic Four, or is it Dr. Doom standalone? What do you think? I have no idea. I mean, how, do you, you do, like how do you do Dr. Doom without the Fantastic Four? Exactly. Yeah. You can't. You don't. You don't. You shouldn't. Yeah. But I don't know. Have you watched Fargo or Legion? Uh, negative. Fargo is an excellent, excellent miniseries. If you're ever looking to binge watch something, mm-hmm. there's, I think, three seasons out. Um, the last one had Ewan McGregor playing twins, and it was awesome. Oh, double the Ewan uh, McGregor. I got it. Yeah. And then once, I think the first season had um, uh, the British Jim from The Office. Oh. I forgot his name. Okay. Friedman, Martin Friedman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, well, all three seasons are really good seasons. Um, but yeah, if you if you get a chance to binge watch something, binge watch Fargo. Okay. I haven't watched. Le- I got to be honest, with you, I tried to watch Legion. It lost me. I think that's a, that's a show that's much smarter than my TV brain. I watched the first episode. It, it did not engage me at all. Yeah. Yeah. But it's getting good reviews, and and it was awesome. Oh, double the Ian uh, McGregor. I got it. Yeah, and then once I think the first season had, um, uh, the British Jim from The Office. Oh. I forgot his name. Okay. Friedman, Martin Friedman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, well, all three seasons are really good seasons. Um, but yeah, if you if you get a chance to binge watch something, binge watch Fargo. Okay. I haven't watched Le- I got to be honest with you, I tried to watch Legion. It lost me. I think that's a, that's a show that's much smarter than my TV brain. I watched the first episode. It, it did not engage me at all. Yeah. Yeah. But it's getting good reviews, and Legion was also renewed for season three. Oh, wonderful. So, okay. So I have I have positive feelings for this guy's script. No one always talked to him's script. All right. All right. Quick it. Quick it. Um, the Joker costume from the Batman 66 series, Cesar Romero's costume, went up for auction, Helen. It sure it did. It made some cash. It made some cash. <laughs> now, you know how much it made, right? Or you don't? Uh, I briefly looked at it. I was going to ask you to guess, but you know. Okay. $90,000. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot to cosplay. That's a lot of money <laughs> to cosplay. Nine, it, it says it made 10,000, 10, 10 times more than they thought it would go for. They Dang. thought the thing was only going to go for like nine grand. That's crazy. It's amazing. It is amazing. Hey, man, there's a strong love for Batman 66. They're really, like, especially now, because those guys are getting, they're in their 50s and 60s. They got money. You know, they're looking back fondly. Uh, is there anything you'd want to own from the Batman 66 series? Um, no, but I would love to have, like, if I had the dough to have a Christopher Reeve Superman uh, outfit. Yeah. I think. All with the sweaty armpits and stuff. I think Nick Cage had it at one point, but he must. Did he really? I think he might have sold it. Oh. I think so. Because you know he's a huge Superman fan. Right. All right. Well, from Batman 66, if I could only choose from Batman 66, I would want the original Bat Shield. Oh. <laughs> Remember that thing that used to fold up? I know. That was sick. Yeah. Fit in his belt. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the Bat Cycle or Batgirl's costume. You would want Batgirl's costume. Yeah, you look good in that. No, that's just to put it on the... Never mind. <laughs> okay. I would look good in it. <laughs> that's the lesser two evils at this point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Quick it. <clears throat> uh, scribble, scribble, scribble. Doug Lyman, known for Swingers. The Edge of Tomorrow. Is that what it's called? Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow and some other movies. Uh, is in talks to direct a new Cannibal Run movie. I'm excited about that. 
for those of you that don't know, and I don't know why Cannibal Run, Cannibal Run 1 and 2 don't get the comedy credit they deserve, but those are two of the funniest movies that were coming out of the 80s. <laughs> I think I think you, like, you know, to, uh, to replay it on TV, that's a hard one to do because oh, yeah. you'd have to, it'd be like a 15-minute a movie if it was on regular television because of all the humor on it. Right. Well, I remember um, I, I saw it once back in the day on t- regular TV. Yeah. And when they say bullshit, they would dub it in moose tick. Did they really? <laughs> moose tick. Yeah. Moose tick. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty funny. That's um, great. But yeah, for those of you that don't know, The Cannibal Run was a movie with all these famous, like a lot of famous people in it. Uh, and the premise is that they're racing across the country. Um, and it's an illegal race, like they can get pulled over by the cops or whatever, and the winner wins a whole bunch of money. And it's just all these, you know, they pair up. It's all these famous people in cars. The main people are... Burt Reynolds. I know. Uh, well, let me see. in 2018, this is going to sound like, what? <laughs> but the main car was Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise, who were huge back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but Jackie Chan, I believe, these were some of his first American movies, right? Yes. Uh, Jackie Chan was in both one or two of them. Um... D. Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. These, These were the leads. <laughs> You're small, small. SMO. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm excited about that. But do you think you can get, I mean, if it's not a Marvel movie, can you get a lot, enough big name celebrities into a movie like this, you think? Maybe not big, big names, but you know, The Rock will do anything. Recognize recognizable name yeah <laughs> yeah all right so you're not talking you're not talking like oceans 11 no no, no you're no. talking maybe a stab from that exactly they but you gotta have out. two main big guys like you gotta have like a the two guys have to be pretty good i would think do you think that they're gonna do like a like a remake of the original movie or just do a, a totally different story uh, I, i'm thinking they're gonna just take the premise okay i got you a race across the country yeah. and maybe a lot of stars remember roger moore was in it too yeah God. did he didn't he drive a bond car in it it, it was it, it was a spy kind of car but and yeah, he like didn't reference himself as james bond but he you, you know it was james did bond. he wear a tux uh yeah he did yeah that's funny oh, all right so i don't know what streaming service or whatever it's on but if you can find it cannibal run one and two okay question dom de luis's character he had like a uh, a side character what was his name Captain Chaos. Yeah. But do you remember in the outtakes, he's like, Captain USA. <laughs> you know, if you watch that movie, just watching the bloopers at the end, oh my gosh, they're hysterical. First of all, in the bloopers, Burt Reynolds beats the hell out of this guy. Oh, he, he smacks, smacks the, the crap shit out, out of him. him. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> all right, you know, we're going to have to do an episode on Cannibal Run movies. Okay, done. All right. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Click it. Uh, Super Trooper Director Jay Chandras Gahar. Jay Chandras Gahar. <laughs> uh, had a meeting with Kevin Feige at some point. Kevin Feige gave him a Marvel Encyclopedia and, and asked him to take a look at it and said, let me know if there's any characters you'd be interested in doing and pitch me a movie. Now, when the story got out, people were like, oh my God, Jay C is going to be doing a movie hmm. and he's and he what no go ahead he's going to do a Marvel movie but then he quickly got on Twitter or Instagram or wherever and was like calm down everybody Kevin Feige has like 90s meetings a day with different directors and he's probably just putting feelers out 
But he did say he's looking at the encyclopedia, trying to find a hero he'd be, he 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 thinks he could do a good job with. Did he mention what he, what he may want to do? I mentioned heroes. Ah, come on. Okay. No, because you know if he goes, no, I've always liked Howard the Duck. Then it's gonna come out. JC is doing an Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> That's terrible. Now you saw. I didn't see either Super Trooper movie. Um, you liked the first one. Yeah, the first one was good. Second one? Mm, pass. Okay. Uh, this guy's, you know, he's he's part of the Broken Lizard crew, um, and I see his name on a lot of sitcoms on regular TV. He he directs a lot of sitcoms, so he's pretty good. Nice. So um, you think if he gets a Marvel movie, it'll be like an Ant Man slash Guardians type funny movie? Yeah, I, I guess they're tapping a director that can do comedy because with uh, James Gunn bowing out after Guardians three, you know they're gonna they're gonna need a new set of directors to to take on the rest of the movies. So right, and you can, can probably do it. All right, so what what Marvel character is ripe for comedy? You think comedy? Ooh, hmm. I don't know. It's gotta be one of the lame here, like Squirrel Girl or something, right? Oh, you think they go pretty obscure? Um, yeah, I don't know if they do Squirrel Girls. I probably want a female director for that. They could do, uh-huh. like, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, keeping the name just a different iteration of them. Yeah, well, they kind of introduced, you know, that's what Stallone and his crew were. Yeah. Uh, at the end of 2, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Super Trooper director. Okay. All right, uh, speaking of directors, we reported erroneously uh that peter jackson was looking to do a dceu movie Yo. yeah peter jackson came out and said i never read a comic book i have no interest in adapting them <laughs> so yeah yeah so peter jackson will not be doing a dceu movie all right we stand so, corrected. we stand corrected yeah. often do we stand corrected sometimes <laughs> we sit down for it but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right and oh i'm sorry quick it quick it and our final story for the evening mm. Ah, some toy news, Alan. All right. It was, um, there will be a Star Wars three-pack of the three and three-quarter inch figures given out at, um, a convention this year, and I can't remember which one. But it's a fan favorite, uh, um, characters from the comic books. It's Dr. Aphra who is kind of like an Indiana Jones. She's a female, but she's like an archaeologist in the Star Wars. Wait, wait, wait. What was the name? Dr. Aphra. A-P-H-R-A. Oh, okay. Gotcha. She has her own comic book. Um, she was introduced in the Darth Vader comic book, uh, and she spun off into her own. And uh, she's kind of... She walks the line between good and bad. Okay. Um, and she's got these two droids, which are just horrendously evil. I, I don't like them, but people seem to like them as fan favorites. It's a. It's basically a black or dark gray C-3PO, but his name is Triple Zero. Because hmm. he's zero zero zero, and he's murderous. He's like, yeah, he's very sadistic, and just his programming is that way. And then there's an. I don't want to say R2D2 because he's got the square head, kind of like an R5D4. Yeah. Uh, and he's all black and gray also, and his name is BT1. And you know how um, R2 has, like, tools and stuff that pop out of him? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's got, like, missile launchers and lasers <laughs> and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. 
So if you read the comics, they're pretty bad. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're pretty. Well, why make a figure out of this person? Uh, they're fa- people love them. Fans love them. Really? Okay. Fans love them. Okay. Um, they will be at which Comic Con? San Diego, probably. That makes the most sense, right? Probably. San Diego Comic Con, right? July 18th through the 22nd. So uh, it's three. There, it's a three pack. Doctor Afra, BT, and Triple Zero. BT One and Triple Zero. Uh, three pack, three and three quarter inch tall, like you know from the seventies. Uh, Fifty dollars. What? It's not that bad. Well, that's okay. Kind of <laughs> Fifty divided to yeah, that's a lot, but still fifty dollars. Okay. Wow. And you can only get it at San Diego Comic Con and Hasbro shop online for like a limited amount of time. Wow. Okay. All right. And thus ends quick hits. Thus ends another episode of the week in Geek. Fabulous. Remember, you can find us on Anchor, Nerd and Me, Facebook, Nerd and Me Podcast, Instagram, Nerd and Me, Twitter, Nerd and Me Podcast, YouTube, look for us on Nerd and Me Podcast, and of course, www.brothersandarmchairs.com, where you can hear all of our other buddies doing all their freaking shows. How about that? <laughs> freaking shows? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, we're done? We're done. This is Alan, signing off. Uh, this is Jonathan changing from bye to something else, but he hasn't figured out yet, so peace.